Raven, we're old enough to remember <laughs> a point where <laughs> if this was done like years ago, Amit would be like a a a a a, a bodiless voice. Oh yeah. Like you'd never or see like it would be a cloud of smoke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cloud music. of smoke. Maybe you see maybe you see a crocodile yeah. shadow in the smoke. Or you'll you see just the see. head. Like you see part yeah, of the or body. Just, or just the tail. Yeah, just the tail. Swoop by. <laughs> but you're never gonna see the whole body in one you're, shot. You'll never see. Remember Galactus and Fantastic Four movie? It's a cloud of smoke. <laughs> like just it was just a cloud of smoke. <laughs> Right, like that's wow. Then we reached a point where we can actually see it. Wow. Welcome to Something to Marvel About, a podcast where we discuss and dissect the week's MCU releases. My name's English Dave, and help me stay clear of the giant kaiju-sized gods fighting is my co-host Raven. What's up, Raven? Dave. Marvel gave us kaiju. You know, you know. I knew like at some what? point, I knew at some point we would get something kaiju style sized right. battles in MCU. Right. If you asked me, would it be in Moon Knight? No. But it never gets. Never. Never did I think that Moon Knight. Especially in the beginning of the show, I didn't think that's how we were going to end it. No. It was like Hawkeye's ending was like pretty epic. You know, Wonder like, okay, cool. Wonder Vision was epic. We had some like <laughs> that was epic too. That was epic too. But Kaiju, no, no, no. And then and then if that was it, it'd be enough. But no, we get awesome like Stephen and Mark switching fighting mid fight. <laughs> Stephen, Mark, Stephen. It was what? so satisfying. So, so in sync. So in sync, you know, like, uh, like, 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 especially Steve... when the Scarlet Scarab came. Oh, I was gonna say, oh, no, 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 when she when she transforms, when she gets the wings out, the blades, that moment, I was like, I fangirled so hard. Ooh, I was like, I, that's my costume next year. I, 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 I should, oh, that's so good. <laughs> so, say it again, say it again, Scarab. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just and she looked good in the costume. She looked great. She looked like she looked like, like I didn't realize how badass Layla Layla seriously looked though until Unt- I didn't realize. I was until. like, oh, I felt like Mae Kalamawi really got into just the superhero moment. I feel like the superhero shot everybody gets one, mm-hmm. you know, in every Marvel moment. So we were all waiting for it, but I felt like this. Might have been one of my favorites. Like I might like this moment and pose more than the Black Widow. Ah, <sighs> oh, the wings. The wings. I didn't need the wings. I was satisfied without the wings. But then the wings, though. Ah, oh, and the and the curly fro. I was just. It was oh, everything the, the, I didn't the, know I needed. The, the director spoke on that actually. Uh, the director is Egyptian himself, and he spoke on the fact that you know. When he was younger, when when his daughter was younger, she um, wanted to she wanted straight hair, you know, and and she he remembers he told a story about remembering having to tell like uh, um, the 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 actors at Disneyland who play all the princesses and stuff to kind of tell her like it's okay to have your curly hair, so for him it felt good to add someone else to the pantheon of like heroes that kids look up to that have curly yeah. hair, 
you know, yeah. so his daughter can be like, you can see, you see, first Egyptian MCU superhero has curly hair too. You know? Right, and that moment, are you an Egyptian superhero? I am. I was like, Ugh. do you know what I love about that? I'm not that? crying. You're crying. <laughs> right. Get back in here, tear. You know. You know. Uh, what I like about that moment is, if you've seen Wonder Woman eighty four, there's a moment similar. Where a young girl trash. does that, and it doesn't work. It does. It doesn't work in that moment. It feels corny. It feels forced. It feels like you're just throwing it in there just for the, for pandering uh, uh, purposes. Whereas this is a similar moment, but it feels real because it's layered, right? One, it doesn't. It's done in a way the timing it doesn't break up what's happening. It's happening in the moment. It makes sense. It's almost like a he. She saves the girl to thank you. It doesn't feel like it's breaking up the moment, but two. It fits with Layla's character because it's also a moment of acceptance for her. Because we don't have the full story, but we've been given hints that she there's something between her and home. You know, you know, we remember a previous episode where with with the other lady helping her passport and stuff like that. Why she hasn't been home in a while? There's a there's a past there that she's been running away from, and okay. so in that moment, it's as if like it's acceptance. Like you know what, I am. You know, I, I will take this. I will be this. I will be that hero. So I think that that's what I like about that moment. That it's not. Yes, it's a fan service. It's a fan service moment. And I think yeah, fans. Okay. There's nothing wrong with fan service moments, but you got to have them be earned. It's got to have layers. It's got to have nuance. You know, then it works. And I think this is a case of where it works. All right, Steven's back. Yeah, we know it. <laughs> But I, I appreciate that they made us cry anyway. Oh it's my like, goodness. Oh. That's the thing that upsets me is I'm I'm slightly embarrassed because I knew he was coming back, but of I was course. still last episode, I was like, uh, but that speech though. Oh my goodness. Speech though. The mark speech. The vulnerable mark speech. You are the only superpower I ever had. I ever had. Oh. Ah. Oh. I knew with you, softy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Osiris. No, Cyrus, my bad. <laughs> Osiris, you softy. I love it. I I love that moment because again, it's just like it showed it showed just the power of of you know one of the, one of my pet peeves in narrative storytelling is I feel that I I get I understand it, but I feel like a lot of writers only like to focus on two kinds of love. Familiar love and romantic love. And 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 I feel like there's many other forms of love that go unexplored. And what I like about this narrative is that it's low-key a narrative of self-love. You know, that self-acceptance and accepting, you know, when he says when he says that, and it's like, you're the only superpower I have, and that connection, and like, you saved me. And because it's like, that's also, that's himself. It's another, and accepting that part of himself and accepting each other. And when the heart, he puts the heart in the hand and the heart, and it goes, and they come to, I was like, oh my God, no, it's so beautiful. <laughs> So beautiful. And I was so upset because I'm like, in real life, I'm so excited just, you know, to, for this other side of the same fucking person to be awakened. This is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Mm. acting is so good. Like, so good. Cannot tell me it's not three different people. Like, 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 even when just in this in that scene, you know, when when Stephen, you know, gets brought back to life, and then they're like, he came, they interacting, they're hugging. I forgot it was one person. 
Like they're nah. just holding each other, talking and everything. That that whole interaction with each other again. Nah. The, the, the VFX team, the director flexing again. It's not, you know, not just the acting. The acting is great, don't get me wrong. But to the technical ability to make it seem visually seamless on top of the great acting. Yeah. Like it's I'm trying to look at, like... I'm looking every frame. I'm like, oh, where right. is it? Seamless. <laughs> you know? It's so seamless. Like I know so how like... it's done. Like <laughs> we the know how it's done. Ended, I turned in Paris when the episode ended and I was like, how many people do you think watch these credits and are genuinely surprised when they see Oscar Isaac's name next to all of these names? Right, right, right. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> like, you know, like for a kid, like I remember there being a time where I was younger and I legitimately thought Lindsay Lohan had a twin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like there was times in my life where actors that play multiple roles, you cannot tell me if they were not twins, triplets, whatever. So it's like, there's probably so many, you know, not kids, but shoot, there's probably adults too that are watching this. They're like, no, the <laughs> acting is that good. Like, right, right. it's it's mind boggling really, to me really, to where really. I almost expect to see Oscar Isaac one, two, and three, or like, right, right. To where I'm like, does he actually no. have DID and we're seeing the sides of him? No, <laughs> no, no. Disney had the technology. They paid the money in R&D to create cloning technology. Yes. And using it in acting. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac never actually said yes to doing this role. They just got a clone of him. <laughs> That's what they use these big budgets for. Right, right. The cloning process. Like, it's the cloning process. Yes. Oh, yes. And the giant biting monster. And the giant, well, those are also clones too. Yeah. Uh, Amit looked good. Amit was kind of like, fine. Re- like, really good. Amit's- like, I felt, I felt the, the, the sassiness. I felt like, the I personality. Felt by Amit. I like, felt I was just the strength. And the voice. I loved it. Ooh. I lo- Again, we spoke about this Finally, last episode, how like we the like the choice of matches. voices. Like, I love that. Anshu's voice grew on me. I hated it at first, but it grew on me. But I love Tower's voice, which we spoke about last week. And then mm-hmm. I absolutely love Ahmed's voice. I was like, okay, Ahmed. And the locks, I was like, croc locks needs to be a thing. Hashtag croc locks. I'm into it. Hashtag croc locks. Well, it's very <laughs> similar visual design to the comic character as well. So they, they, I like that they, I like that we're at a point where the MC, you know, there was a point, Raven, we're old enough. <laughs> to remember a point where <laughs> if this was done like years ago, Amit would be like a a a a a, a bodiless voice. Oh yeah. Like you'd never or, see like it would be a cloud of smoke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cloud music, of smoke. Little, right. Of like sparklers, like some explosions. Shimmering shimmering in the water. Oh, yeah. You never maybe see maybe see a crocodile yeah. shadow in the smoke. Or you'll you see just the see. head. Like you see part yeah, of the or body. Just, or just the tail. Yeah, just the tail. Swoop by. <laughs> but you're never going to see the whole body in one you're, shot. You're never seeing. You're Hell definitely no. not going to see them fight. No. Remember Galactus and Fantastic Four movie? It's a cloud of smoke. <laughs> like, just, it was just a cloud of smoke. Like, and you just uh, saw like a flash. You saw a shadow of his head. Crazy. You know, she saw Galactus. Right, like that's wow. You know, we reached a point where we can actually see it. Wow, you see these things, and and it looked great. I think I like. I think Am looked great. I liked. I want to go to Hera, right? You know, for a while we've been speaking of who we think Hera is, and I think this episode made me see a different side of Hera that I didn't anticipate. That Hera actually, actually, actually is committed to his 
faith and he believes what he's doing. You know, for a while we thought that he was kind of like using his his whole uh, glass in the in the foot to kind of manipulate, get empathy and blah, blah, blah. But I think from this episode, I think it's actually different. I think he was actually trying to, like, he knew, because, you know, and Amit comes, Amit says to him, your scales are imbalanced. And she says, she, she kind of tells that to him, but then he's like, oh, I was hoping that I would, you know, I could get penance for what I did. And she's like, you know, I want someone who's imbalanced in, in a sense. Love you know, that. I, I want, you know, the last person I, I had perfectly balanced scales and I ended up, you know, put on stone. Now for 2,000 years. years. So, hey, <laughs> she so, has you know a valid point. Maybe I need some imbalance in my life. Maybe you start being the right guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but I say that to say, when she says to him, you have imbalance, he says, I was hoping uh, uh, my penis would make up for it. But you know what? Whatever the whatever the, 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 the results, I'll take it. He doesn't try and fight it. Whatever the judgment he's willing to take. And I'm like, oh, wow. He's really like, which makes him scarier. Don't get me wrong. Because he's fully just committed. This is not, he's not doing it for money, for fame, for power. If I have to die to make the world a better place, so be it. I'll die. Mm. But the world's a better place if everyone who's evil dies too. Like, he's willing to just go with everyone. And I was like, oh, shit. My question yeah. is, human nature, though, after all these people lose all these people because their loved ones died and you don't know why. You don't know when they committed something, if they did or not. You have no idea. They're just dead. That's not just going to create a whole bunch of more bad people. Because well, trauma. That's the, that's You're eventually the issue going to kill everybody. Uh, yeah. Well, that's that kind of what um, um along the lines of what um Conchu was saying when he was fighting Amit. Like, you know, you're gonna get rid of all of them, then what? Yeah, you know, like he's gonna then what's gonna happen next? He's gonna just just kill them all. Like, what? Like what? Yeah, like ahead of time. That's so with you? It's like I get, I get your purpose. Like I get your point. You know, your whole thing of like I won't give them the satisfaction of committing it, but you didn't even catch him in the act. Like wait till then. It's something, yes. you know what I'm saying? It's something different if somebody like plans on kidnapping and, and murdering somebody and you caught them about to throw somebody in a car. Sure. Yeah, they're up to no good. But they're sitting at home thinking about that shit. It's like, uh, they're just, but they're exactly. at home. You know what I'm saying? They're not out. Oh, or you can be mad. Kidnapping somebody. <laughs> right? Like, oh, like Mark even says one time. And when, I mean, Stephen even says, you know, like, what if sometimes I think about killing my boss? Yeah, everybody does. I, I mean, you know, not like, my boss, but you know, sometimes you <laughs> think like, of murdering somebody. You're not going to do you it. You think of murdering again, somebody for cutting you off, you know, when you're driving. It's like, I don't actually want them to die. I just need to get to work. Mm -hmm. So it's like, in right. that moment, am I a bad person? Am I being judged? Do I deserve to die? And suddenly. You know, weird. But that's what, that's what, um, Conchi even says, you know, because, uh, uh, Amit says, you know, we want the same thing because Kanshu goes for vengeance. And Kanshu's like, yes, but, you know, you're taking away the choice. Yeah. And like you're saying, Raven, you know, you, you, you're not even waiting, you know, you're not even catching them in the act. You're not even waiting for them to choose to actually do it. You know, thinking about it is not choosing to do it. It's two different things. Yeah. You know, so you're, taking, you're completely taking away choice. And, that, and that's the issue there. The issue, real issue is you're taking away people's choice. Yeah. And at and, and that, and that point, then it's completely slavery. And it's complete control and when you're not prepared, you don't you care even showed people what their future is like yeah. you could tell people look this is what you're gonna do Redemption. in the future i'm gonna give you a chance to make sure mm -hmm. this isn't you and then when they 
almost attempt to do it. Thank you, Swoop Bank, because you're like, I told you ass. You know? <laughs> right? 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 <laughs> told you ass. Stop fucking around. Let's you. go. You know? That's it. Give me that soul. I'm not playing. You know? The, and that would make sense. And I would, I think all of the gods would be down with that cause, which is technically what mm. she does now. Just maybe a little more proactive. It's a good compromise, right. you know, being a bit extreme. You're out here getting all giant. You're stomping around on the city. You're bugging out. You're doing too hey, much. Can you relax? Can you be more subtle? We were mad it? when Kanshu reversed the skies, you know? We're big mad now with you. You're doing too much. Like, <laughs> didn't you learn anything in 2,000 years? Right. <laughs> come on you had 2,000 like, years on. to think about this this is what you're doing you, you could you could have just came out here right. like come on see what happened right. see what happened and if you live forever what's 2,000 years like come on relax <laughs> let's talk about Layla and Tauret right at first Layla the, the first hint at it I was like I'm with it I'm with it instantly because I love Tauret <laughs> like I love Towerette. I feel like if Lizzo oh! was an actual goddess, she would be Towerette. Like, Tower. yeah. like, <laughs> like the personality, you know, she's just, personality. So, like, just such like a big, awesome, like warming personality. I just, I love it. And the second that she's like, Layla, oh my God. <laughs> oh my, just completely blowing cover. <laughs> like, what? I love it. Oh, I love it. That, that friend. Yeah. That friend that just won't shut up. Because even from the very beginning, from the moment that um, Tower was like, you know, you need help from an avatar. You should consider being mine. You know, Mark's told me so much about you. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) And no, even your dad. Yeah. As well. She mentions her dad. It's like, yeah, I I saw him in the field of Your dad's going to be so happy. I like that little touch. Yeah, I was like. Right. (laughs) Even she was like, my dad was like, oh. I did like prior to that the that we had the little mini fake out because you know we discussed before whether Layla would become the next Moonlight. And I like the little fake out when Conscious like be with me, she like cuts him off with halfway through. Are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> I love I the love she cuts him I off. I love it. She love turned you down, like, didn't no. she? Amit has been freed. <laughs> <laughs> change what happened over there yeah um, completely changed changes the subject, the subject. <laughs> <laughs> look a bird <laughs> uh yeah it's me i have a bird's face right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly wow what a surprise all right let's go back to saving oh, the world <laughs> oh shit <laughs> no but it's true I, I i like i find that hilarious um the fact that the the fact that uh, she turns him down repeat like he keeps trying and she's like no like, bro, I need what? an avatar well no we'll work together but no he didn't try. why would you think I no right and I love that like <laughs> love it because because he's probably had his whole like generations or millennia of being a lie around like every time he's like I am country you shall be my avatar they're like yes yes I commit so he's always like yeah they're gonna say yes easy and she's like oh. no. No, he had his whole speech ready. She cuts him off like no, <laughs> like absolutely no. But then I, I love that she's like, still no. she's still. I like that she's still apprehensive though, because even with 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 Tarawet, she's like uh, at first she says no to Tarawet, right? It's only afterwards when she says yes, but temporarily. 
but I don't know, man. That's fair. That costume. No she's not giving it up. Like you, she's you can't, you can't have she's that and then it give it. You know, for now we trust Tarouette. You yeah. know, I, you know, I feel like I feel like the whole Avatar thing. It depends on who the god yeah. is and what kind of attitude. Because again, the prevailing theory is that uh, the Black Panther, Black Panther is also an Avatar for Bust. The Panther. Ooh, that makes sense. How that works. Literally. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. That's how uh, the Black Panther works in the same way. So you know, it doesn't have to. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. You know what, too, though, I do like the way that like it seems that getting an avatar is kind of kind of a privilege for the gods almost because i was trying to figure out like how it works for them you know or like in terms of god status like is having an avatar the same as it is to have like an accessory like oh i got the newest handbag like everybody got one and now i have it like i have a telfar bag <laughs> you know well well i think with the avatars as well it's also this because remember when Harris says to to um to to Mark or, or Stephen when he's first when they first meet that Kanshi can't do anything. He can just throw tantrums, but he can't actually do anything without an avatar. So I think that's what's also happened. A lot of the gods can't do anything if there's no avatar. You have to do it through someone. They need somebody right? on the like, physical world yeah. to affect it or something. It, yeah. To do something really, really uh, effective. Or at least or you need help from the outside world to give you power or some kind of thing or Something like that. Like that's why you need. That's why even a uh, 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 country says the only way we can bind her is through an avatar. Like he can't. He can slow her down, but he can't stop her. You know, like he can't unless he do everything himself. He he needs an avatar. They always need. That's even the other gods. They need an avatar. Once the avatars got killed, they can't do anything on in our plane in our realm. Right? They can only come through avatars, and it's still, and it has There's to be an avatar through it. Um, its entrance. Right. I was like. This is what the fuck I'm talking about. I hate it when the boss level doesn't live up to expectation. Like, let's just <laughs> right. say the boss level fight in this just, uh, but either way, yeah, I, I, I did that. love it. And I love, yeah. I love the what, team up. I just, just the team is what a, great parents. No, I did. I think that all the different parents were really good. I even I enjoyed seeing Harrow in full avatar mode. I liked that he did not get a costume per se like yeah. he's just his regular outfit was his costume he didn't get like some like cape and no like yeah. i don't you know sometimes not they always do that with villains trying to just give him like a villain version of the hero's costume they don't always need a Where costume or they just that again his regular outfit is his costume you know that kind yeah. of monk with style the glass in his shoes look. it's part of yeah. his costume it's a facade that's his costume exactly and so i, I like that i liked i like the first battle between moon knight and harrow when they're when Hera's running down the pyramid and Moonlight's running up the pyramid, but then the camera kind of spins to make it flat. I was like, "Yeah, that's cool." The way they, they run into each other, I like that a lot. <laughs> when uh, uh, um, uh, Stephen says to 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 uh, Kanchu, "How are we gonna get over there?" and Kanchu's like, "You forget, I am the god of the night sky," and he starts the wind beneath him. Like, Mark, like, this right, for you. Nope, nope. <laughs> this for you. <laughs> I love it. Nope. I also love how Steven instantly was like, nah, let's talk about how we're not doing this. Right? Let's I love Steven. Deal, Steven's a fucking G. But that's the thing. Steven has always protected Mark. And now that Mark has actually allowed Steven control, you know, or at least to be in on everything. I love that Steven is able to protect Mark now because Mark would have been stupid and went back to 
just doing Kanshu's bidding without even really mm. thinking about it, you know? Like, he's almost like, you know, he's like an abuse victim, you know? He's just going to keep going back. So it's like, I appreciated that Steven's like, nah, let's let's work this out right now. Let's work these guidelines out. I'm not going nowhere. And Kanshu's all, you would do this now with every with all of this at stake? Like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I learned from the I best. I learned from the best. I was you like, know- boom! That's right, Steven. But that's something... That's something that you know we've talked Steven about no since bitch. I think. Well, that's something we've talked about since like episode two or three. One thing we've praised about this show is that I think they've done a good job of balancing both Stephen and Mark. You know, both coming from one end of the spectrum at the beginning, and then both meeting in the middle at some point, right? And and both coming to this level because at some point in the narrative, they both had nothing wanted nothing to do with each other. And then at some point, they both accepted each other. And I think this show is balanced both in a sense of that they both need each other and they both work for each other and they're both good for each other. You know, and, and I think the show has done a good job of making them both realize it and making us realize it. Because I think a bad show will try and force us that the characters realize it, but us, the audience, are like, mm, really though? Steven's better off without Mark. Mark's better off without Steven. You know, but we're like, no, they're good for each other. They just like this, they love each other. And when they hug, we feel happy. And it's like this yin and yang acceptance. One's wearing black, one's wearing white, and they're perfect when they're together. You know, and I, I think that's, like you said, that's the superpower, them together. Together, they can do anything. And I think that's that's what, what's perfect about it. So when they're fighting in unison, you know, Steven gets knocked out, boom, uh, Mark wakes up, fights, fight, fight. Mark gets knocked down, Steven gets up. Flipping through the fights, you know, and I think that fight was visualized so, so Literally good. Done so well. The different fight but, styles, too. I kind of love that, right? Like, Steven's just punching things. Right, right. <laughs> he's just punching, <laughs> and it's great. You know, he's like, I can punch hard. I'm going to do this. Punch, 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 punch. He had the batons, though. The batons oh, are cool. The batons are fire. Those, yeah. the, the, those were from the comic as well. I love when he brought that out. It was a cool sequence. And I love cool, the cool switching of the suits. Mm-hmm. I, because like I feel like it sucks usually when we have some something like this in terms of switching personalities or anything like that it's hard to tell who's who especially in a fight scene or in a battle you know mm-hmm. so the fact that I was able to clearly tell this is Steven this is Mark this is Steven mm-hmm. without having to be like oh wait who oh wait now you know it's not it's not subtle like a haircut it's not something like glasses mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like it's something that's a mm-hmm. whole outfit. Somebody's in a whole suit, you know? And I love that and every I, moment. I, I was like, Steven, Mark, Steven. And, and not not just the whole different suit. The suits have a specific style of animating the transformation. Like <laughs> the way it comes awesome. on and off. You know, I think that's really, oh. really well and done. And then when they started fighting with Layla, Layla's like holding oh. his staff. And then they're like yeah. punching. Ah, oh, it's so so good so good and i didn't realize the second time <clears throat> her swords are connected to the wings yeah. so she pulls the swords out and the, the swords are the tips exactly. of the wings fire and i was like oh that's big so somebody was saying to me why is it wings it's weird why is it bird wings and i did some research I was like actually scarabs have, a lot wings. Of scarabs, scarabs have that kind of wings and you even see it on 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 uh on um Tarawet's chest piece mm-hmm. she's got a scarab with those similar type of wings as well um, actually, that character that Layla plays is rumored to be a character called the Scarlet Scarab, which in the comics actually a male was a male character. Uh, Layla doesn't exist as a character; she's like an like a mix of different characters made to be a new character. And and 
The director says that she might not necessarily be called the Scarlet Scarab. That's what they called her on set. But because she's such a new character and she's essentially created for the MCU, they can go in any direction. And I don't care what direction they go into as long as we see her again, please. Bring her back. Please. Like, can I tell you, I won't even be mad. I get out on this... You know, I'd be upset, but I'd, I'd understand if we get no more Moon Knight in but this kind of iteration. For the series, but I'm okay. Just, just give me her. Just give me some more Layla. Like, give me a season of me, yeah. Layla Scarab, whatever. I need it. Whatever. In fact, Call the it show could be want. her finding her name. That's what I'm saying. The show could be her finding her name. It could be you know, called Layla, whatever. Layla and Hippo. Right. Just to them together. They have to be together. We need to have Tarot and, right. and Layla. Right. There you go. That's the name. Tarot and Layla. Layla, <laughs> I loved when when Tarawet arrives in the boat, and then uh, 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 Steve's like hippo. I love that. I just love that he screams hippo. <laughs> I love it. Um, one of one of the cool visual things I like though is that to just you know to show us the whole scale of what was happening is that while Layla and 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 uh, Moon Knight are fighting uh, Harrow, you're seeing the the. the big kaiju fight in the background at the same time and they did a really good sense of scale you know it wasn't just like separate cool. shots you're seeing it like in the background while it's happening i thought that was really well done like just for next to the pyramids hitting the cars you really felt that these are giant things behind them. i was like holy shit but there's a point where where uh 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 harrow oh, what does he say he say there's a line he says to 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 mark and steven that kind of like oof does he say? He says online. Oh, he said, had Amit been allowed to rule, young Randall's life would have been saved. Your family would have been happy too. I was like, and that kind of throws him, uh, uh, Mark Stephen off, and Harry gets gets the better hand, and it looks like the good the bad guys are about to win, and then suddenly, Harry has an axe in his head. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, oh shit. shit. <laughs> He's like, you didn't do that. And again, I think if, when we look at the larger narrative of, of, of the, the the kind of trauma that Mark is going through, has gone through, you start to realize it makes sense that it's almost like Mark has gone out of his way and obviously by extension, Stephen, to completely make himself not remember anything about Jake. Because every time there's been hints, it's almost like they ignore it. Shaking sarcophagus. Oh, let's ignore it. Let's walk past it. Oh, did you kill that buzzard? No. All right, let's not talk about it again. You know, like it's always like he keeps ignoring it. Like, you know, it's like, oh, that wasn't you, Stephen, was it? Oh, bloody hell. No, it wasn't. And then that's it. They don't talk about it. It's like, it's almost yeah, like denial. I feel like, especially after seeing the last scene that you'll talk Oof. about later, um, I personally feel like that third identity is almost completely guided by Kanchu to where it's almost like a plant, like like almost planted by Kanchu to where it's something that's like password protected. So it's like you could like access an entire computer, but there's a folder on it that you can't touch because it's encrypted mm -hmm. or something. You know, I feel like I feel like um the Jake personality is almost like an encrypted file. So it's like they might not be able to access it at all, you know, because when we saw um, Jake's personality in the asylum, it was also a closed, you know, what is it, sarcophagus? So mm -hmm. It was a closed yeah. sarcophagus, you know, and it's covered in Egyptian hieroglyphics. It's like, it, to me, that seems like a Khonshu trap. 
you know, or a conchu kind of plant almost. So I feel like maybe that's why they black it out completely because if they're aware of the fact that there is a third personality, they could also then be aware of the fact that conchu could be in control of that personality. You know, because it's like, if you don't know that it exists, you don't know to ask him if he's freed. You don't know to ask for him to be freed, you know? Maybe it's something that they don't know about at all. Like it's so blocked off to where it's unbeknownst to them. That, that exactly. Jeez. That's what I'm saying. I think. I think. I think. I think it's Mark's trauma because you know, because when when the hospital scene last or two weeks ago, whatever it was, uh, Mark wakes up and he finds uh, 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 Steve, uh, Stephen inside of the sarcophagus. Right. He opens one up and he sees Stephen takes him. He's like, "Oh, you're in here." When they see the other one doesn't want to open it. And I, and I think I think that's true. I think there is a, a, a trauma there. And I think, and there's some of the prevailing internet theory is that Mark created Stephen to hold on to this good, imaginary, happy life that he, you know, to keep that happy, oh, that's my mom and all that kind of stuff and close out all the bad stuff. But he also inadvertently created Jake to take the beatings. And Jake's the one that took all that beating. And all that abuse and all that trauma. Jake's the one that took it directly. And it even Mark kind of blacked out when that was happening. And because Mark doesn't want to remember it at all, he doesn't remember Jake at all completely. And then, like you said, and then we spoke about last week, how long has Conchu been paying attention? Maybe Conchu saw this and took advantage of it even more and kind of manipulated it so they continue to forget and not know who Jake is. You know. And now I go back to my theory Initially, I think that I'm like 60%, 70% back to my theory that Jake was Bushman and Jake did, did kill Layla's father. And I'm, I'm back to that again. I let go of it last week, <laughs> but I'm back to that again. <laughs> I think it is. I yeah, think it Harrison is Jake. I'm still convinced it's still him. Like it's another side yeah, of his I, personality. I, I'm still yes. not sold that it isn't either because I think that, I don't know, just throwing Bushman in randomly is just, I don't know. I think, I think I think Jake five. is Bushman. I think so. I think Jake, like I yeah. think Bushman is another name for Jake. But also, um, I also like also one of my thoughts about um Jake is the fact that Jake is kind of his mother's personality. Jake speaks Spanish, yeah. you know, all the influence of his actual mom, yeah. of who she the actually violence. was. You know, like the Latin influence, you know, the accent, everything is more tough and everything and gritty because I feel like that's more like his drunk mom, you know? Mm -hmm, And he drinks, you know? Think about it too. We saw him with a bottle while he was in Egypt. So I wonder if Mm -hmm. uh, Jake has a drinking problem like his mother, Mm -hmm. you know? He obviously has an anger issue. Yeah, he's got the anger, he's got the violence, he doesn't care. Again, we've never, when we get now, we have recontextualized everything, right? Like I said last week, that this episode might make us revisit certain things. You know, we all thought in episode one, when when uh, Stephen wakes up in, in that European country and he blacks out, wakes up with blood in his hands, we thought that was Mark protecting him. That was probably Jake. Definitely. We've never actually seen Mark kill people. Definitely. You know, okay, we've seen Moon Knight do questionable things, obviously, yeah. certain yeah. things as Moon Knight, but we've not seen Mark. Mm-hmm. Like when Mark's fighting and stuff like that, he's fought, he's fought, but he's come close. But he's never actually, he's always been hesitant to kill. And, 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 especially in that kind of gruesome way. So when Stephen wakes up and blood all over his hands and everyone's dead on the floor, we all assumed that was Mark, but apparently that was uh, Mr. Jake. Oof. 
I, li- I like that reveal at the end there because you're like, who is that? We know it's some. It's going to be someone we're going to recognize because they're hiding the face too much, you know. And then, but I didn't. I you know, after all this teasing, I still didn't expect it to be Jake. It's funny. I was like, who is this? What Marvel character is this? Because especially because it's an end credit scene. So is it setting up a new character that we've never met? Technically, yes. And you know, we go in the car and it's just like. And I love that because Conchu did keep his deal. He made a deal with with Mark and uh, Stephen. He has a different deal with Jake. Yeah, and Jake seems to happily. He doesn't mind. Sorry. Jake enjoys Jake's it. happy. Jake enjoys killing. Dog. Oh, he's happy um, to do it. He killed it. He killed a whole bunch of people at the at the hospital. Yeah. As well. He did. You saw it was just all of them on the floor dead. On like the way to get to Harrow. So yeah. Damn. I was like, holy shit. Mark wouldn't have okay. murdered those people. Because at first, um, I was kind of upset. We're slightly disappointed with the very end where I noticed that um Kanchu set them free that they were still chained up. But I was mm-hmm. like, maybe it has something to do with Jake. And I was like, I got, I was like, there has to be uh after credit sequence, and I knew it. So once we got the confirmation, I was like, okay, I feel better about that scene now. Because mm-hmm. if you're both aware that neither of you, you know, now you're aware that there has to be something else going on. There's at least a side of you that you can't control. And it's probably happening again where they're waking up in strange places, you know, or waking up feeling like they got their ass kicked or probably hung over, you know what I'm saying? And not understanding (laughs) why they feel like shit. What's going on? Yeah. So I think that was a great way to end it. And before we end it, I want to talk about just the ending. The director's spoken about how he likes the idea of keeping certain things ambiguous. You know, people have talked about is the whole show still in his head? Because, you know, when Konshu releases him, he first goes to that weird place, you know, which we still don't quite get a full explanation for with Dr. Harrow and things like that. Because then we, but we do know that that wasn't actually Harrow. We know that, right? We know that for sure. But like, but what is this place? Because he keeps going back there because he goes back there from the afterlife and then when he gets released goes back well, there my theory and then the harrow's fake is the fact that i think that that's where the personalities go in between them being like on and off so like i think that like if jake is the one you know taking the lead right now mark and steven are in the asylum or you know if mm-hmm. mark and steven are taking the forefront then you know jake is in the asylum with a busted nose um <laughs> so i think that's kind of how it works i think the asylum is kind of like their you know visualization of the waiting room you know when they're waiting to go Mm -hmm. up to be the main personality but then is that because it's almost i i like that theory but i'm interested in how it works moving forward because it almost seems as if steven and mark have escaped that Mm -hmm. and become aware of that but then if if and when uh, Jake takes over again, do they go back there again, or is it somewhere else? And you know, like maybe they'll create a different place how... now because maybe they don't yeah, think yeah. that they deserve the asylum anymore. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see maybe season two. You know, the place that they go back to is a garden or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. who knows? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else, any tidbits that I liked that we didn't talk about. I like Taro's staff. The axe staff was a dope. Well, it goes from it goes from a scales to a scale and a star. So it goes exactly. from judging to judging and, and executioner. executioner. Which is Fire. Great transition. Subtle that transition was cool. Really dope. Like it, like it flips right. over, and itself. That was so high. That's cool. So high. I like that. I did like. I love Tarot coming in and helping out. I like that. Um, we kind of, 
you know how they always talk about merciful gods and you know you don't get to see it I kind of like that Osiris was like, yeah, you know, that moment of Osiris, you're big softy. Because it's true. It's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. why would you say no to that? Why would you deny that? Right. It's pure he love. Left, he, he left eternity of yeah. happiness. Give himself and, 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 and forever peace. in sand, frozen in sand, just to yeah. be with his other half. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's like, of course, you'd have to be right. a big softy. Like, you know, right. you love Stephen. Right. <laughs> come on, Osiris. I love that moment. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, what else? Anything else? I think that's it. I think. I oh, enjoyed, and I like I the really visualization enjoyed. of Tara talking through the dead bodies. I yes, felt like all the like actors that. did a great job of like reenacting her like animations to where it, it felt very natural. It did. It did. Also, I, I'm I'm kind of sad Amit actually died in the end. I was kind of hoping she would come back in some way because, ah. like, I love the character and I love the voice yeah, acting. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I felt like for a villain, like, she was very, um, what's the word? She's very compassionate. Like, you really feel for her mm. as a villain. I felt like mm. in terms of a villain, she had a great arc. So I was hoping to kind of mm. see her come back, but mm-hmm. it's fine. And then, I mean, lastly, maybe, Conscious maybe we... Dick, which we've all known. <laughs> oh. We've known, but like now it's super confirmed. It's like, damn, because you almost yeah. think he cares in that moment where he's like, Mark. Yeah, right. You're like, oh, we missed him. And then you're like, no, you mm-hmm. just missed the dude that was able to deal out your bidding. Damn. Yep. Still yep. don't care. You missed Jake. Yep. Damn. <laughs> hey, I think I like when I like I like when 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 Tara White says see country country time is not being good to you. <laughs> right. I'm like, damn, how yeah. <laughs> Like damn, right? Like okay, (laughs) (laughs) whatever, bro. Damn, you have to hit me like that, right? Like not all of us got to sleep for two thousand years, right? Whoa, right? (laughs) Some of us been out here in these streets, in the sun. You know the sun does, right? This is Egypt. (laughs) It's hot sun. (laughs) Couldn't all just get two thousand years of beauty rest, okay? Right. Relax. Looking all good Having, and shit. And then, and, then, and then you wake up and the instinct is like thousands of souls waiting for you to be to eat. Because, to right. you know, she was Feast eating the souls and that's how she got bigger. Exactly. Right? Right. right. When, you, when they woke you up. Excuse me. Right. They woke, broke you breakfast in bed. Right. Excuse me. Shit. Also, I love her. Oh, right. I love her hair. I said it, but yeah. I just love the animation. It's done so well. It's just the visual. So well. Oh, great. Yes. That's all. I think that's I okay. Think. Well, this is just a very, very satisfying finale. I, I liked it as a show because it was very one, the character-driven nature of it all. I thought was very much appreciated. I didn't expect mm-hmm. it going in. I thought it'd be more, you know, action-oriented. But mm-hmm. I like the character stuff. In fact, I, I appreciated in hindsight the less action step. By the time we get action at the end, it felt like earned. Yeah. You know, and 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 what I liked, it felt like a a. Uh, you know, like you read like the mainline Marvel comics and you get like one-off graphic novels. That's what this felt like. So it's like a graphic novel set in the world, but it's its own like, hey, Raven, here, like graphic novel, read it. You don't have to shit. read. Right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. So it's like, it's still part of the universe, but you don't have to have read a whole bunch of other stuff. And also I liked about it is that because we're not dealing with so many characters who have a long MCU history from previous movies, you're able to kind of wrap things up without having like so many other, other, other unanswered, like anything unanswered is by design, not because they didn't have time, yeah, exactly. you know, 
you know, that's like, I appreciate that. I must appreciate that they didn't give us too much of Jake beforehand because I think they wouldn't have had time to really flesh out Jake. Doing it as a mysterious character that leaves us wanting actually works better. Character reveals so narratively. Crazy or something as simple as a facial expression can completely change a character in a person. Because right. Jake looks completely different than Oscar Isaac. He looks completely different right. than Mark and completely different from Steven. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Just a grin. You know? Right. Love it. Absolutely love it. Oh. What did you nerdies think of this Such season? Such an epic finale. reveal you... of the same fucking guy. Right? Again? Like, what? <laughs> like, oh, it's you again. <laughs> play that same song. <laughs> play that same song. And he played it well. Did you nerdies love Oscar Isaac's performance in the series? Did you nerdies love this series as a whole? Or did you hate it? Did you find it boring? Some people find this series boring. Uh, Let us know. We'd like to know all your thoughts so we can uh, denounce you. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Send us your thoughts. (laughs) I wonder how y'all feel now after the finale, though. Still think it's boring. I'm curious. Did did the finale change your mind? Let us know. know? I think there's some cool stuff that happened. Find us at the Nerdy Bunch on social media. Thank you, Raven. Thank you, Dave. My name is English Dave, and this has been a Nerdy Bunch presentation of Something to Marvel About, where we spoke about Moon Knight Episode 6, season, hopefully not series, finale. Fun fact, uh, Disney or the whatever the Twitter account tweeted at first uh, a, a series finale, and then they deleted the tweet and wrote season finale. Does that mean anything? Is that a wink and a nod? Okay. I don't know. Let's hope it's telling us, hopefully it's telling us something. But until then... As always, Raven. A bit nerdy. Keep it nerdy, nerds.